Hello, hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Fluently Forward. Today on the episode we have on Mystic Michaela and she's an aura reader and a psychic medium. She's this guest who is going to take us on this journey of reading different celebrities' auras and what their auras mean. But I wanted to come on here and just give a little bit of a note because I know that a lot of us floozies who listen to Fluently Forward, we're into the woo-woo. We're into the mystical, the spiritual, trying to, you know, get a little bit fun with it. At least I am. For anyone who might be more, I don't know, scientific based, this might not be your episode, but I just wanted to share this because after Michaela and I recorded, we were just, you know, shooting the shit on Zoom afterwards. And I was like, you know, while I have you here, could I show you a picture of my boyfriend? And could you tell me his aura through these photos? So I texted her over some photos. What she said about him my jaw was on the floor and I love doing things that are spiritual because every once in a while you run, you know, we've had Aphrodite, the celebrity psychic on the podcast before, and he always blows my mind. And what Michaela was saying about my boyfriend, it described him better than I ever could. I like called him up afterwards. I told him everything. It was just one of those moments where I was like, you have a gift. This is incredible. So then when I was editing this episode later on, I just listened to it through a new lens because before I was kind of thinking, oh yeah, what do the auras say? But after I saw how spot on she was with someone in my life, I was like, this woman has got the gift. So now I like listened back to the episode and I took everything in. So some of the things that we talk about here with celebrities, we're talking about their vibe or something interesting that kind of comes to her about them. Like something that really struck me was when she said that we do a bunch of celebrities, but we also do Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet at one point. And she was saying that what she thinks Timothy really likes about Kylie is the aspect of family that he gets with the Kardashians and with Kylie's kids and being close to that. And that was just something where, you know, I don't think you would particularly pick that up in someone's aura. To me, that's more of the psychic mediumship coming out, but I just thought it was incredible. So feel free, have fun with this episode, take your glasses and your spectacles and your brain out of your head for this one. And let's just follow along with our hearts. And it's fun as we kind of dive in to these different celebrity auras and vibes. So without further ado, let's get into the main episode here. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Fluently Forward. I am here with a very special guest. We have Mystic Michaela on the show today to tell us all about auras and to read some celebrity auras. Michaela, how are you doing? Welcome to the show. I am so excited to be here. Thank you for having me on. This is right up my alley, and I'm psyched, so thank you. Well, I'm so excited to have you on because I feel like when we look at celebrities, we read the headlines, we read the blind items, we talk about the conspiracy theories. We've had Aphrodite, the celebrity psychic, on before, and now we're going to kind of take on this cool angle of observing different celebrities' auras and what that can tell us about them, and I'm excited to see if it lines up with like their public perception or who they really are because you know, none of us know celebrities. So could we start off by you telling us a little bit about how you developed this gift for seeing auras and how it started? Because I'm so fascinated about your story. Yeah, I mean, I've just seen colors around people my entire life. I didn't even think it was weird. For me, it's the same thing as smelling. You know, it's just another sense I have. So I've always been able to, to see colors around people. I didn't know what it was for. It was just something I did. I didn't even know everybody couldn't do it. You know, it was just these things as you grow up. And and I wanted to be normal. I did not want to be, I didn't even talk about it or anything. And I wanted to be a normal person. And so I got my degree in Spanish, my bachelor's and master's in Spanish education. So I was a Spanish teacher to middle school students for a really long time. And I was like, hey, wait a second. These colors are actually helpful because I would use the colors I'd see around the kids um, to differentiate instruction or connect with them better, come up with different teaching activities and exercises. And I noticed yellows liked grammar and greens weren't really into writing so much and purples liked to act it out. So like different, but then it got bigger, you know, then it got kind of like, oh, at the parent teacher conference, it's like, okay, this is like a lot of stuff is happening here. And, and it, you know, you can't be really professional. Uh, senora, you know, at the time, uh, you know, there was like, senora, um, I, w- I can't like tell you your kid's blue and you're treating him like he's yellow. And that's the problem. You know, it, it, no, everyone would be like, what are you talking about? So I had to expand and long story short, I've been doing this for, I want to say like 11 or 12 years now, but auras are and you can think of them as in like an energy signature and 
what it, it what it is is we you don't have to see colors to feel them on people it's a vibe so everyone has a vibe and I noticed collectively we all pick up vibes very well so when you talk about celebrities and these conspiracy theories and the stories and we see like the friction going on between celebrities and whatnot we're all picking up like what's really going on I just see it in color and Auras can be very deep. I wrote, a, I talk about this all the time. I wrote a book about it. You know, it's like your career, your motivation, how you communicate, how you connect with yourself, how you make choices that are authentic to you. That's really what it's for. But I also find myself like screaming at the TV, like watching reality shows, being like, oh my God, you know, you're yellow, you know, or whatever. And, and so it can go either way. So that's how I've come to where I am now, both passion and purpose. <laughs> Yeah, I love that story about, um, I mean, I'm so drawn to this idea of auras and horoscopes and Myers-Briggs personality tests because it is that idea, right, when you said that you wish you could say to a parent, your child is yellow, but you're treating them like they're green or even um, the chronotype test, right? Like what time do you get the most work done in the day? And it's just so important, I think, even though so many people write it off as like pop psychology fluff bullshit. Um, it's just so important because every single person is different. And I feel like we also change too. Like my mom loves a to-do list. Like it makes her feel so settled. When I was a kid, a to-do list stressed me out. But then also I got older and I started to like it. And I have like one friend who she does incredible work at nighttime, like from the hours of 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. Somebody else that would kill them. So it's just important to know how different you are. And I think that's such a cool idea too, that by teaching these kids and observing their colors and what they were like, you for yourself was able to understand what the colors meant. Because I remember when I first read about horoscopes, I was like, okay, I love this and I'm into it. But who decided that like all Aquariuses were inquisitive and who decided that Gemini's talked a lot? And maybe it's just from years of kind of picking up on patterns and then you kind of determine what it means based off of that. So these definitions of what an aura color means, do you have your own personal definition or has kind of like the world agreed on what a green, purple, blue mean? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, you go into any, go get aura photography or whatnot. Sometimes, it, you know, they'll give you your readout or what have you. And it's like reds are passion. You know what I mean? And And that's like, it lines with that, like what I'll see with each aura color, the generalities. But because I've been doing this so long and I try to really personify each vibration through, you know, spirit messages, through just like my feelings, my empathy, like what I get on people. Everyone's different. I say, for example, like um, like if I wore a sweater and you wore a sweater, it would look different on both of us, even mm -hmm. though it's the same sweater. You know, same thing with aura colors. Like I can be green and you can be green, but we can be green in different ways with, you know, some commonalities based on your programming, you know, lots of you know, socioeconomic status, gender, sexual preference. Like there's so many different ways that the recipe of you adds into your, your vibe or your aura color. But yeah, I would say I personally have put so much into each aura color explanation so that I can help people. And this is what I really want to do. And this is what I'm really, I feel like I'm trying to do this. Teach people how to do it themselves. So you don't have to see a color. You can just pick up a vibe based on hopefully, you know, all the stuff that I put out there. You're like, oh my gosh, yeah, that totally feels yellow or that totally feels blue or whatever. I, I get that. I understand that now because it's really just describing feelings and describing patterns and de describing how other people make you feel too is how you can pick up on a color. So that's all I've, I've tried to add to the world of auras from my own personal experience and what I get just doing what I do. Yeah. You mentioned those aura photography sessions. I've definitely seen them in New York. There was like this one place in Chinatown that was like always a line around the block. Is it, is it bullshit or is it real? What would you say? <laughs> you know, I feel anything that makes you ask yourself a question, I think it's great. Oh, you know, yeah. if you're, I, I really do. And that's why I love any of all the personality tests that you mentioned and anything spiritual. You got to take it from not, I'm going to take what somebody says and believe it more did that make me ask myself a question? Do I believe that? Do I not believe it? Do I own it? Does it resonate? Like that to me is the most awesome approach to all this stuff. But um, aura photography. So my per this is what I think. I think that what happens is is you can, people don't know they can wear other energy by accident. I call it environmental colors or inauthentic colors. So if you're an empath aura, so if you have like 
blue, purple, turquoise, or indigo. So these are colors that are really absorbent. You're like a walking sponge and you're going to get your aura photo. Whatever happened that day, you might be wearing that energy on top of you. So you might be getting like your friend's aura or the fight you just had with your boyfriend's aura or the fact that you hate your job aura or something like that on top of you. So I, I just notice with people, they kind of wear a collar or wear armor when they go. Not everyone go to get them. I mean, I think it's a pretty picture. That's what I think. Yeah. And I love what you're saying too about how like it, it makes you ask a question about yourself and it makes you learn more about yourself. And I find it interesting how people use it because I always like to use these things as like a self-help or a tool for self-improvement. But sometimes you'll see people be like, oh my God, well, like I did blah, blah, blah. And that's just because I'm such a Virgo. And I always think you're supposed to taper that down or even with um, like people who have ADD, they're like, oh my God, sorry, I'm late. Like it's my ADHD. And I was like, look, Back when I was diagnosed in middle school, my ADHD taught me that I need to leave 10 minutes early no matter what because I have ADHD, not that I show up late and then use it as an excuse. And I feel like sometimes people, right, will be like, like I'm a Gemini, right? So I know that I need to temper my gossip and try to do it less or be more thoughtful about it rather than people who are like, oh, here's this like awful quality or something that's hurting you, but there's insert personality, characteristic trait, label that I have, and here's why it's fine. So that's something I've always been a little bit frustrated by because I think these labels and diagnoses or whatever are so helpful because they make you better, not because they give you an excuse to keep being the same, if that makes sense. A hundred percent. It sure does. Like personal responsibility is, you know, all these things and, and no matter what it is, like I'm a Taurus, I'm a purple, I'm like whatever, like it's it's an excuse, but it's not like a write-off, you yeah. know, and it's not, it, it's, it can be a reason, it can be, I think a lot of us don't know what's wrong with us though. So like when we get some sort of moment, be it I have ADHD or I'm on the autism spectrum or I'm green or like whatever it is. I think you, you it, it gives us a moment to be like, oh my gosh. And then like all the pieces come together. Mm -hmm. And then it depends on what kind of person you are after that. Like, do you want to work with that? Do you want to celebrate it, but also move forward? Or do you want to use it as some sort of 3D label to define yourself now? Because you really shouldn't be what somebody else tells you you are, or what society calls you or anything like that. It's just like what you said, you know, oh yeah, because of this, I do this so that I can move forward with life. It doesn't hold me back. It actually gives me a heads up what to watch for the pitfalls of. So yeah, so yeah that's my big approach with the auras too. It's you're doing this. Like a lot of things, like the word empath gets thrown out so much. It's it's such a saturated word. And I always, and I call it like empath auras because we all have um, an aura color that's an empath aura color, but I'm stuck using that word. And if I could figure out a new word to use, I would, because I feel like that word's become such a, like a nonsense thing out there. And mm -hmm. everyone's like, well, I'm an empath. So, you know, I'm allowed to feel like a victim all the time. It's like, well, <laughs> you know, this is why you might feel like that. But, and and you're totally like validated, like, to like we all get stuck there, but how do we move forward? We can't just stay there just because you do feel other people's feelings as your own or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, that's my pet peeve too. Yeah, but I'm with you. It's to me I think of it as like the gutters when you're bowling or something. You know, it's it's there to help you along. So it's it's fun that we get to use these as tools. So the main thing I think after folks listen to this episode, everybody's going to want to find out what their aura is. I know that you have a quiz on your website as like a little kind of jumpstart to get into that. Can you walk us through some of the main colors and what they mean for someone's personality or what they should be excelling in in life so then that way folks can come back to this part after they take the quiz and learn a little bit more about who they are? Oh, that's a great idea. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, there's like nine aura colors. I can go through the main ones. Um, so there's red. Reds are your – and, oh, most people are two aura colors. And um, – that, so you and, and a lot of people lead with one aura color over the other, depending on who you are. So reds are your direct, assertive, like take charge leaders. These are people have really good natural instinct, like animal instincts about things. And these are your managers, your police officers, people in um, high positions of power and leadership or entrepreneurs. They don't mind taking risks. Blues are naturally empathic, really sensitive people. They're compassionate, thoughtful givers. These are your teachers, your therapists, your nurses. Um, you know, whatnot, uh, human resources, you see them in there. Yellows are your organized, curious, multitaskers. They seek lots of self-improvement. They love to learn. They love direct, honest communication. 
these are your, I mean, like communications majors or people who are secretaries or I'm sorry, administration people <laughs> or people who are <laughs> like what they're called now, administration assistants, um, people who, you know, interior designers, real estate agents, stuff like that. Um, purples are your creative, intuitive, rebellious, rule breakers, major artistic outlets are needed for these people. I mean, usually they you find them job hunting a lot. It's hard to stay in a nine to five. It's hard to stay in, a, in the same career path your whole life. Uh, greens are logical, intellectual, detail-oriented, big thinkers. They love to find the passion projects in their life. They like to feel challenged all the time. They like to see how everything interconnects. These are your engineers, your researchers, your scientists, CEOs. Um, and then there's like turquoise, indigo, pink, and orange too. And those are kind of, but I want to talk about turquoise because you have turquoise in you. So oh. I have to talk about, you're like, all right, so you kind of are um, a unicorn aura, I have to say. This is one of my reasons why I'm really excited to be here. Um, <laughs> because as an aura nerd, you're green turquoise and I don't see a lot of you. So Ooh, okay. I yeah. like that. So yeah. that's the Over... um the logical and the empathetic one? Yeah, so the the green is like logical, intellectual, detail oriented, research backed systems. How is it all inter- interconnected? You know, don't you don't mind asking the the tough questions to have a great honest dialogue like we can talk, you know, you can have a different opinion, let's just speak, you know, without going at each other and also keeping things down to earth or research based, I feel like is a big thing with greens and, and you know, and then turquoise is funny because it's kind of like the opposite. So it's very much like fringe. Um, yeah. You can really <laughs> like see you, you, I wonder if in the past, this is something like it, it's almost this ability to absorb into everybody as mm. a, as an attempt to understand them. So it can be hard to find your identity. It can be hard to find like, who am I? What do I, you reevaluate that a lot more going along as a turquoise. Usually turquoises are really old souls. They're healers. They People, they tend to mirror other people in an mm. attempt to get all those other people to see themselves a little bit. And I feel like you do that a lot on your podcast. Like, hey, let me just spell this out for you. What's happening? Does that sound silly? Okay, that's what you, that's what's happening. You know, like that. So, so we call them green coys over like my listeners of my podcast. It's <laughs> green turquoise, the green coises. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, I've also heard too, um, God, I think I was listening to you on someone else's podcast maybe like a year ago, and you were also saying that certain colors vibe well together. Like I think you might have said that like purples and greens dating is a good combo or something like that. So what kind of color combinations or aura combinations really work well and then really repel each other? Yeah, so greens and greens and indigos do really well together. Indigos are like blues. So um, greens, because they're usually passion-driven, and blues are very good at supporting somebody else's mission that they work well together um reds and yellows can bump butt heads a little bit because mm. reds are really um overall take charge people and yellows are very much but you forgot this but like don't forget all this but you can't do this till you do this and like reds don't like that but then yellows don't like that reds don't like that so that can be a problem sometimes yeah. um and then like a blues and purples work really well together. Like if you're a blue and a purple together, like usually that works really well together, but then nobody knows, nobody can make choices. So it can be hard to move forward in life. Cause no, like, where do you want to eat? I don't know. Where do you want to eat? Like, it can be really hard to just do anything. Um, yeah. And then reds and purples actually work really well with passion wise, like chemistry mm. and, and in that way. God, well, I'm so excited for this because a lot of these celebrities we're going to be covering are celebrity couples, whether they are friends, lovers, fighting, and I'm just so excited to get into it. So let's start off with uh, the first couple here, couple of the moment who are fighting very heavily, Nicki Minaj and Megan Thee Stallion. Obviously, Nicki Minaj has been the queen of rap for a long time. Megan Thee Stallion, it's like Cersei Lannister and Daenerys Targaryen. She is coming for her throne. She dropped this diss track um, you know, by the time this episode comes out, it'll probably have been about a week ago. And they are just fighting. And it seems like Nicki Minaj is kind of scattered and all over the place. And Megan is taking it very classy, very calmly, very collectively. And I'm just dying to know what type of auras you see about these ladies and how they interact together. Okay, so Nicki Minaj is yellow purple and Megan the Stallion is red purple. So, oh, side note. <laughs> 
aura there's no good or bad auras intentions are good and bad so I just want to put that out there so you know your aura doesn't mean that you are bad or good it just means that your behavior is kind of dictated in a certain pattern or way I just want to put that out there but Nicki Minaj's yellow purple yellows love a receipt like they're really into this is my point and I'm going to back it up with you know exhibit a exhibit b exhibit like they're very big on that and Megan the Stallion's red purple reds are very much like I'm going to say what I'm going to say and I do not care you know, I'm just going to put it out there. Here it is. And I'm going to let you scramble around that because it, it, you show your insecurity or whatever. So I don't like I know only maybe the cliff notes of their beef together like myself. But knowing what I do know, I feel like Nicki Minaj wants to knock her off her pedestal a little bit, like knock her down, knock her down a bit because red, especially red aura women People like to knock them down a few notches. Mm. So like her confidence and the way that she, you know, is just like here. Because I think it was something about Nicki Minaj's husband, right? Being a registered sex offender. Isn't that what it was about? Yep. Yeah. I mean, he's, she had a, what was it? You know, you guys are worried about Megan. You should be worried about Megan's law. I mean, Nikki's husband is a sex offender and it wasn't like oh I always think of um from the movie Horrible Bosses when Charlie Day was a sex offender because he peed at a children's playground at night but technically it was like exposing yourself like at a you know elementary school and it wasn't that like it was a woman I think her husband was 18 and this you know woman was 16 when it happened and it was um you know it was it was rape at knife point like it was incredibly violent um And it's something, too, where, like, she's on record. This poor woman has been harassed by not only Nicki Minaj and the Barb's, you know, her stands, but she's had to move. She's had to have all these different jobs. And, um, you know, they basically keep harassing her to, like, take away her testimony, and she won't do it. And it's just, like, it's, it's just honestly rotten on so many different levels. But I find it interesting that they're both that purple, that creativity, But Megan is more of that red side. And we know, right, that she recently got her degree in health administration. So that's kind of right. Oh, did she? I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's like that red managerial. I think she said before that she wants to like one day open up. um, I'm forgetting the right name for it, but like an old person's home or something like that. So that's like that management. Yeah. And so Nikki is the yellow. And it's interesting, too, because you said that yellow is all about words, lyrics, grammar. I mean, obviously, her you know, I will say her, her flow is incredible. Her raps are like fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And, and reds are very concerned with injustice. So that kind of makes sense that Megan would be like, Hey, let's just not forget about this, you know, by the way. And I can see Nikki being more stuck on the point or something versus like what actually happened, like defending the point as if we're in court or versus and, and miss missing the whole thing that there's a lot of emotion behind what happened and mm. and you can have all the receipts in the world but people can't forget that this is not great um so i i think that and nick yeah nick, yeah yellows are really big on grammar spelling words they're very um well written they usually when they speak people pay attention and i and i know that she's very talented that way um but yeah i can see it's just interesting for me because they're fighting the way a red and a yellow would fight. And it's because I did say reds and yellows do butt heads a lot. Mm-hmm. So Megan just saying, you can't bother me. That's the other thing. You can't really bother a red. Um, they don't mind if you talk bad about them. And they don't always feel the need to defend themselves. Mm. So her just kind of mic dropping like that in her lyric and then watching Nikki scramble like she is to try to cover it up or change the narrative or, or get the last word. Like, I feel like that just entertains Megan. Yes. I feel like all of this is like very on point. Today's episode is brought to you by Way. I love Way hair products. To me, a good hair day basically equals a good day. I think it was the woman in the TV show Fleabag who said, hair is everything. And it really is. So Way has a bunch of fantastic products for your hair to look healthier, to feel better. They have this new hair gloss and it's fantastic because you can make your hair glossy and shiny in just five minutes. It's a super easy addition into your routine. You can do it right there in the shower. And I feel like when my hair is shinier and healthier, it just makes my face look a little bit brighter. It makes me feel better overall. And 
hair gloss is great in preventing heat damage and I am constantly straightening and blow drying my hair. So you can also check out all of Way's bestsellers. Shout out to the Detox Shampoo. I just feel like that's great because we have so much product buildup. I feel like Detox Shampoo is like the new gut health for the hair. So go and check that out. You can give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use the promo code FLUENTLY for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E- O-U-A-I.com with the promo code fluently. Well, let's move over to this next. I mean, I don't know if we could call this next person here a celebrity, but she's kind of turning into one. Gypsy Rose, who, um, you know, has is now out of prison. She was the victim. She's kind of like a true crime case um, where she was a victim of her mother who had Munchausen's by proxy. And, you know, she and her boyfriend plotted this plan to kind of kill her mother, which I think honestly was kind of like a last resort. The only, and the only thing that she had left to do, she's now out of jail at I think age 30 and she's starting this new career as kind of like a TikTok influencer, which has some people excited, but also a little bit worried. And she comes across as this incredibly sweet girl who's obviously had a very, very hard life and upbringing in a way that I think we can't even fathom. But there's a lot of rumors of people saying her mom was so manipulative, maybe she is too. Some people who were in jail with her are saying, oh my God, like she's so manipulative. When I was with her, I saw pure evil. And then other people are coming out and saying, you're wrong, I was in jail with her. I don't know which of this is true, but there's a lot of noise around her right now. What does her aura say? So Gypsy Rose is turquoise purple but what's interesting is is when I look at pictures of her when she was under the abuse I guess we would say of her mother Mm -hmm. um it's really weird okay so backing it up with auras usually kids have a very pure aura and then as you as you become an adult because life just punches you in the gut like over and over again that's when the problems start okay but it's like backwards for her so when I look at her as a kid I see um, an imprinting of color and it's it's just like if I was looking at it back then I'd be like what the frick is going on you know but because she's wearing inauthentic pink so it's not even her color it's just what her mom needed her to be so pink in itself when it's real it's very like Britney Spears is pink for example or Paris Hilton like I'm innocent or I don't understand or very childlike naive um, and whatnot now I feel like her actual aura is coming out and she's turquoise purple turquoise purple so I feel like with her you know it's a big thing with two things can be true and it's possible that she carried behaviors from her mom and it's just time will tell what her intentions with them are Mm. I feel like right now she she definitely knows what we need to hear in order to get on the gypsy rose train I mean also the poor thing went through what she went through and, and, and like the history, you know, everybody can make their own decisions of what happened and if it was necessary or whatnot. But I feel like with her, she knows what we need to hear. And I've, I, I think she can say I was wrong. And I think she can say I was right. It just depends where she's at, which is very much read the room with her. And I also feel like she has a very sweet and naive and kind of a sweetness and I feel like people don't trust that Mm. I feel like that's part of the put on but I think it's also her so I feel like she just wasn't socialized or knows how to be conditioned to to all of this and I think we all are nervous about the whole thing because she's throwing herself out in front of all this ridicule and I don't know if she understands how much she's absorbing from it so my concern with her because turquoises are so absorbent and they can also mirror other people's stuff. And if you're not aware, you can do that. That is the number one problem with turquoises. Like you can become what they're accusing you of. Mm. So my concern with her is if she doesn't get enough help or support or awareness that she could really take in all this and then just do whatever they're saying and play it out the way that they're scripting it for her. And by they, I mean, you know, the, the collective consciousness that's paying attention in a negative way towards her. So hopefully she pays attention to the positive stuff. Yeah, I find that interesting what you said about how we're almost like a little bit suspicious of sweetness. And I always find that interesting how like the characters, at least the TV characters that we love so much are like the bitchy, nasty ones. Like we want the Blair Waldorf, we want Wilhelmina Slater, like we want someone who's like cunty and devious. But in real life, someone so much as 
you know, post a picture of their eyebrows on Instagram and we're like, you're the meanest girl alive. Like you're awful. So I always find that funny how like we love someone who's completely raw in. We like someone who's completely innocent. But if you're a little bit too close on either side, we're like, maybe you're just a little bit bitchy, but you're not evil. We hate you. Or if you're just like sickly sweet, but it comes across as fake, we hate you. So I find that so hard how, um, I don't know, like, I'm just still amazed every day at how, like, Donald Trump won all those years ago and, like, goddamn, like, might again. And it's just, like, what is it that, like, these people don't mind having, like, a quote-unquote, like, bad person at the wheel? Yeah. And I feel like sometimes people aren't bothered by people bad being bad, but they're bothered by people being, like, fake nice or fake sweet in a way that just, like, really confounds me. I think our brains are geared toward pessimism. It's just something that like we biologically do trust more than than good things happening. I think, mm. you know, we are like biologically conditioned to pay more attention to the negative stuff because that's the most danger, you know, in our caveman minds or whatever. But I also think that with mean people, like, you know, when they're on I guess it's like at least they said it you know like these like like Trump and all it's like I'll tell you exactly who who I am I could shoot somebody in the middle of fifth street and my people would still vote for me and you know what I that's not a lie you know like people like it and they're all like okay yeah we will you know it's like he'll tell you exactly who he is or and and yeah the mean people we trust because we're like okay at least at least i know what i'm getting here like your cards are on the table but when yeah. somebody's like sweet and stuff we're like you this can't be real you know cuz yeah. cuz i know that you can't be this nice I remember um, uh, I used I'm to not get, this nice. <laughs> right. I used to get all these comments on TikTok back when I was doing blind items of being like, it, you're so creepy and invasive. And like, this is so dangerous to celebrities. So then I remember I, after a while, I started steering to the skid and I'm like, let's harmfully speculate about this celebrity. Like, I want to be really dangerous today and creepy and perverse and like talk about blah, blah, blah. And then people don't have a problem with it because you're just like, I'm the worst person in the world. Let's get into it. You know what I mean? People have such a problem with uh I don't know anyone who's trying to kind of try and play good on the internet. You figured it out, which I think is a riot. You're like, here, I'll just say what you're already going to comment. I'll just do that. And then then all of a sudden they trust you. They're like, okay. (laughs) I know. Isn't it bizarre? Today's episode is brought to you by Quince. Quince is my go-to for luxury essentials at affordable prices. I love this site, Quince, because they have a bunch of high-quality items in everything, in clothing, and stuff around the house, in shoes, and jewelry, in bags, whatever you need. And these are unbranded items that are very luxurious, but they're going to be priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands because they partner with these top factories, but they cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. I personally love Quince for items like I have a bunch of purses, and I think that that's great because sometimes you want like a really good quality purse, But to me, like, I don't see the point in paying an arm and a leg just to have some stupid label on it that I honestly don't even want on there. So go check out what Quince has to offer. They also have some new knit loafers that I've got my eyes on. I think they might be able to fit my bunions. (laughs) So you can give yourself the luxury that you deserve with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Fluently for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Fluently to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Fluently. Well, speaking of someone who the public is going back and forth a lot on lately, I am dying to get your aura reading on Taylor Swift because, you know, I find her so fascinating. I feel like she kind of goes back and forth between this victim and victor narrative. And I don't think that she's a bad person. I think she's just overexposed, which kind of makes you, you know, sour on someone after a while. But the Internet is ablaze with who is Taylor Swift really. So what do you see in her aura? She's yellow purple. Um, so what does that mean? So as a yellow, she's like professional and she does plan everything out. So like the, the accusations, like you're planning all this, it's scripted. It's like probably because I don't think she can live her life in, in the way that at the level she does without scripting it out a lot. So I feel like with her again, I feel like the public picks up kernels of stuff. Like we're picking up the vibe of this is all scripted. It's like, I think it is, you know, I, I doesn't mean it's not genuine though. Because yellows are usually future thinking people. Mm. Um, you know, in, in regular yellow or a person life, they're sitting down and they're thinking three months from now or the party I'm having in, in you know, next year or, or you know, the first date with somebody, they're like, would this guy be a great dad of my children? You know, they are, they're, that's just how they think. And another thing with yellow aura women 
in our society, they can get picked on a lot for being like that because you're cold, you're calculated, you know. Um, I don't know. Men are always worried about being tricked by women. So I feel like yellow aura women are like, oh, sorry, you know, did I trigger you by, by being smart and knowing what I was going to say ahead of time and, and planning well? Um, and she's not exact, but then she's purple. So that's like her artistry and her creativity. But the way it works together, yeah, I get what people are saying. Now, I live with a 14-year-old. It's my daughter. So I do live with a Swifty. So I might be a little biased because like I'm hearing it all the time. But I do like with her. I feel like a couple things. One, just she's at the I feel like she's at the age of her fan base a lot. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of those the and I know she's what 34 now or something, yeah. but I feel like a lot of the themes that she's going through are stuff that maybe other people grew past, you know, by that age, but she maybe didn't. And I do get that she brings them up and, and a lot of her fan base, it's like this wave of people that so the when you talk about the victimization or you talk about her kind of showing um I mean, I even just now, because this aired, I think it's like two or three days after um, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Uh, oh, my God. Sorry. The Chiefs won the whatever it's called. The game getting to the Super Bowl. Yeah. If she has anything to do with it, they're going to win the Super Bowl, like, obviously. But, like, I feel like <laughs> – talk about scripted. But I feel like – what happened was like she's out there and she just like stepped away to let her, like Travis and Jason have a moment and like everybody freaked out on her like oh my god you know and some people were like oh that's so classy and then some people were like oh she's so calculated and it's I don't think she can do anything at this point is my point without yes. people just speculating. We've had um, a woman on here, Emps. Uh, she's over on Instagram. She she featured on the podcast, and she always references the Taylor Swift quote where she says, "Touch me, and you'll never be alone." And it's just so true. Like if somebody so much as had lunch with Taylor Swift two years ago, they're going to be bringing it up in like every single interview. So it's one of those things where I'm sure she's sick of it, but we're sick of it too. But like she also can't help it. But also like can she help it because she was you know out of the public eye for six years pretty successfully. So I don't know. I don't get bad vibes off of her. I just think if anyone is in the public spotlight too much, I mean, I'm trying to think of the most beloved. If if I saw Betty White as much as I saw Taylor Swift, I'd be like, fuck off, Betty White. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's really nothing about her. I mean, even, you know, Jesus Christ got crucified. Like, it doesn't matter how popular someone is. That doesn't mean someone's going to like you anymore. <laughs> that is so... It's... It's so true. And I mean, she's always like re-recording things and stuff. Mm. And I know for the fans, like they, there are, are, they can't get enough, you know? So there are people that are like more, more, more every single day. Like they're addicted to it. Um, I think if I go into, just like I said, I live with a 14 year old. If I go into that mindset, I'm like, this is amazing. She's a princess. She found love. This Mm -hmm. is like, this is what I want. She writes songs. She lives this great life. She has cats, you know, like all this. I think if you go into that mindset, the other, oh, the other thing with her oracle is when she was a kid, she was pink and mm. a lot of kids do drop colors, but I feel like if you were pink once and, and then you grow up and you dropped it, it's fine. Now she's yellow, purple, but kind of that vibe. So pinks get attacked a lot for being a little bit out of touch or, uh, I don't know, their femininity gets attacked or they get attacked for not seeing the bigger picture all the time because they're kind of locked in their joy bubble, I call it. So I feel like with her, with 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 the attack, the, the, who else was pink? Like Marilyn Monroe was pink. I mean, you, mm. I could list a bunch of pink people. You're like, oh, yeah, society really comes for pinks. So I feel like some of that can be that too. She doesn't mean to be so exposed. Maybe she doesn't want to be so exposed. And I feel like she did hide for a while, like you said. Like, she was like, all right. And she was with Joe Alwyn. And, and mm-hmm. I think that was more his direction to maybe stay private. But um, I think she's just done with that. And she's just seeing how this works now. You know, purple can be a really destructive color, too, um, yeah. in your Well, aura. I find it interesting how comparing her to – I mean, she has the same colors technically as Nicki Minaj versus Megan Thee Stallion, who is – purple and red and it's funny because the way that Taylor deals with conflict it is kind of like that Nicki Minaj like okay I'm gonna kind of obsess over this I'm gonna write a lot of stuff I need to like get it out through my music I need to express it in words I'm gonna hold on to this I will keep remembering this you know even bringing up like the Kim Kardashian Kanye West drama in her time person of the year uh article it's that attention to detail not forgetting and I could imagine do yellows hold on to grudges 
Oh, yeah. 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 And they have, like, I'd love to see a yellow aura's cell phone screenshots, like, yeah. what they have in their... <laughs> screenshots receipts yeah everything like the crap like when you have a fight with somebody the the hypothetical you have a fight with somebody the you probably unless you're yellow you don't understand what it is like they're like I'll take a screenshot of that I might need that later and like they have stuff like on file they have files on you and they'll bring it out like do not fight with a yellow unless you know how to do Hell yeah, dude, that's kind of like getting me a little bit excited, you know? I mean, I don't I don't have that within me, but I admire it in other people. I really do. I do too. <laughs> well, let's move on to this next guy here because he's been on my suspicious list for a while and, you know, basically nobody in America agrees with me. What's going on with Tom Hanks aura? I just get bad vibes. <laughs> Wait, did you say just Tom Hanks? Did you say Tom Hanks? Tom? Yeah, just Tom Hanks. This is so funny. I mean, I'm I talk about overexposed like I'm just sick of seeing him and stuff like when I the kids were like let's watch Pinocchio and I saw him as Geppetto I'm like no <laughs> I'm like just no I couldn't even watch Elvis because I'm like is that Tom Hanks in a fat suit no I'm not <laughs> like he's too ex- he's too much he's green blue okay by the way in Hollywood a lot of purples and a lot of greens I just have to get that out there in mm. regular life not not this many um he's green blue my thing with Tom Hanks is that, like, he's so big and he can do whatever he wants that it doesn't matter. And I know just because I've, I've been around and I, I have TikTok downloaded on my app, like, I've heard the conspiracy theories about him and stuff. I just feel like even if he heard about them, I just don't know if it's they'd even register or absorb or whatever. He's always just going to be working in something. With him, he's green. Green people can focus really well. And with him, I think he just throws himself into his weird Steven Spielberg projects or whatever that he does. And and that's it. And then, like, they're like, oh, well, you know, we need an Oscar movie. So here's Tom Hanks. He's going to work with Steven Spielberg on something. Here we go. You know, I think yeah. he's so big. The studios or the powers that be are always going to put slap his name on something somewhere. And it's going to add, like, a bunch of... it doesn't matter. Yeah, credence. Like, I just find it suspicious how he's one of those pillars of, like, a Hollywood good guy. And to me, I'm like, well, if you've been in Hollywood for 25-plus years, like, there's nothing good about that. But he, you know, even, like, he was the face of the vaccine, and he's, like, in the Polar Express. And I just feel like he's always doing these things where he's like, look at me. Like, I'm the best nice guy around. Like, I'm really such, like, a standard that you can look up to. And... I don't know, like we had that with, I always say, right, like we had that with Bill Cosby, we had that with Ellen DeGeneres, you know, not saying that anything that he's done is as drastic or I guess least drastic in Ellen's case with that. But I just always get suspicious whenever Hollywood surfaces someone to you and they're like, this is good guy, Captain America. And like, he's great, like, like him. I'm like, oh, I'm just waiting. And I don't know if he's done anything bad. It's just my own little delusion, basically. I forgot about Polar Express. I hate that one too. Like, I just can't. Or Captain Sully, Maybe. like like who's putting oh. him in all of these roles where he literally like saves the day all the time, you know? You're so, you're so right. And he was Woody yeah, too. Yeah, like they just like, shove yeah. him out there. They shove, and you're right about that. Like, because Hollywood's such an insidious, gross place. I really feel like if you're there that long, you've seen stuff and you didn't say things, yeah. so you know exactly what's going on. Um, he just knows he's. Greens are kind of good at putting blinders on, just like a horse. Like, they can put the blinders on, and they can just plot ahead. By the way, I just realized, too, not me literally being such a hypocrite when, like, 20 minutes ago, I'm like, so weird how we find sweetness suspicious, and now here I am being like, fuck Tom Hanks. Like, I know there's something (laughs) rotten about him because he's, like, too good of a person. Like, literally, it's happening in action. So what can I say, guys? Like, I'm only human. I don't know a single evidence hard piece of fact I just guess I view his sweetness as suspicious. <laughs> I just don't like that he's in everything. Like, that's my thing. So, yeah, yeah, he's Woody, all that. I get what you're saying. It's too <laughs> much. So we'll, we'll work much. on bringing him down. Today's episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. I have loved using Rocket Money for the past, like, I don't know, maybe four months now because what Rocket Money will do is they will basically find all of the different subscriptions that you are using that's unwanted and they will help you cancel them and just monitor your spending in general and help to lower your bills. And I feel like we've all been kind of duped in the past couple of months. I have subscriptions for entertainment, to watch things, to listen to music, to listen to podcasts, for my parking, for my fitness, for, I mean, honestly, just about everything. So it's something that I didn't really have a bird's eye view of until I started using Rocket Money and they help 
let you know what subscriptions are coming up. They put it all in one place and they make it very easy to cancel. So you can save money and they have over 5 million users and they have saved an average of $720 a year in canceled subscriptions. So you can stop wasting money on things that you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com fluently. That's rocketmoney.com fluently. Rocketmoney.com fluently. Well, another That's really funny. legendary beef that I am dying to get your opinion on is Selena Gomez and Haley Bieber. I am very curious about both of their auras and how they interact with each other because this feud has been going for like seven years. I don't even know the origins of it. I mean, I can definitely do the aura colors. I don't know the origins. The and origin sometimes is, like when I hear... Yeah, go ahead. It's basically all about love. And they were kind of dating Justin Bieber a little bit at the same time. You know, when people put these timelines together, the lore and the legend goes that Justin and Selena, right, were like Hollywood's teenager it couple everybody loved them they seemed so in love with each other the blind items say that they were very hooked on drugs and it was a very toxic volatile relationship and then as him and selena were on and off him and Haley would be on and off at kind of directly the opposing times so he would kind of go from one girl to the other rumor says that he proposed to selena she said no that she, you know, they needed some more time and that she honestly didn't think that he was fit for marriage or would be a good husband. So he needed more time to work on that. Rumor says that he then proposed to Haley almost like immediately after. Some people say even with the same ring, she accepted. And then there's been all of these things, too, where even though Justin and Haley are married, you know, Selena seems to be kind of a reoccurring theme in their relationship, whether it's like exposed that in the URL and a tiny piece of Justin's Instagram story, he was watching Selena Gomez at Coachella, which to me, I'm like, are you kidding me? I still stalk every person I've like ever dated. So like, I don't find that much of a big deal, but he put out a song like the ghost of you. She put out, you know, lose you to love me. Like there's all of these different things that basically says like, there's still something happening there. And Haley has kind of been a little bit obsessed with Selena Gomez over the years, which also I don't fault her for that as well, because I'm also obsessed with all of my ex's current girlfriends or ex-girlfriends. It's just what we do. It's like human nature. So anyway, she had been caught like accidentally following a Selena Gomez stan account and then unfollowing and then saying sorry. And then some people say that she got similar tattoos and she's copying her cooking show and all of these things. So it's a fun, gossipy conspiracy theory thing. But there's definitely a poll that Selena Gomez, in my mind, has. I think that Justin can't forget about her. I think Haley can't forget about her. I think that a lot of people in Hollywood, she almost has this like damsel in distress vibe going that makes people care about her. Maybe it's because she's just got such a freaking cute doll face. Like, I don't know what it is, but she seems to kind of have people always obsessed with her. When I see Selena, okay, so yeah. Selena Gomez has an indigo purple aura. So what does that mean? That's like she's just very, very sensitive. (laughs) That's what Mm. that means. And she can also pick up people's triggers very easily. She knows exactly what your triggers are. Haley has a yellow purple aura. Mm. And again, with the yellow purple. So and I think with Haley, and again, with how society views yellow purples, I can see more sympathy naturally sometimes going to Selena versus Haley just because society tends to value more mushy gushy female energy than direct and straightforward and I got my crap together female energy um not that she does just like projection wise and so I can see Haley kind of getting the brunt of things sometimes like oh you're so mean or you're bully or like whatever and that kind of thing and Selena not being like yeah kind of you know like she just has a vibe like yeah that's what happens to me and then I think people generally identify with that feeling being the one that's kind of picked on or the or the third the third wheel or the one that was broken up with or whatever I think people kind of and I don't I don't think she minds it I get that kind of feeling like she's like yeah okay I saw like keep going with that a YouTube like video essay about her and the title of it was like Selena Gomez like is she addicted to sympathy and I was like Oh, my God, maybe she is because she's like everyone's been so sympathetic to her for the past five years. Like even when she was dating Justin Bieber, like she was the great one there because like Justin was such a train wreck. So like we've always been like, oh, like you're always at the brunt of it. And you give someone that narrative for 10 plus years. I'm sure they kind of do start to get a little bit addicted to it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like with her just being indigo purple the way she is and I'm indigo purple too so like I I I can get there and I can understand this 
where you have to be careful just because you can pick up things from people doesn't mean you're like morally superior to them or Mm -hmm. just because you can get something from somebody it doesn't mean and it's something that a lot of people with empath colors have to understand like just because you can pick up what other people are dealing with or what their insecurities are their pain or or and you can kind of let them sit and stew in it or if they're a little insecure like I'm sure like Haley Bieber's been throughout the years who wouldn't be like dealing with this situation you know doing kind of the same thing Nicki Minaj did like scrambling running around with it like a chicken with her head cut off like okay I'll do this okay if I do this da, 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 you know trying to make up for it with action and it's just not working it just makes everything worse and just watching somebody it's kind of easier to sit in what the projection is because you got a heads up on it and I feel mm. like that's so Selena really understands the vibe of how this looks and she can play that fiddle to her own advantage. Um, I, I don't, none of these people are bad people. I think it's just petty stuff that's like we've all been through that's like, you know, for some reason people pay attention to it. But here is the problem. The problem's Justin Bieber. Like he's yeah. oh, do you green know? purple. What a, what a, okay, his aura <laughs> is green purple. So that's the creative yeah. slash logical go-getter get something done focus vibe yeah like he's obviously a talented guy Mm -hmm. um but you know purple can be very self-destructive um when when you know because like I said everyone's different we wear them all differently but he doesn't really check the energy sometimes I think the purple can overtake him he's I think has had lots of issues publicly and he's been famous and so young and whatnot and um greens can get very stuck in their way and sometimes, you know, I call it the Ten Commandments of the Green. It's like you have things that you've decided this is how the world works, and it's really hard to change your mind about stuff. Um, and I can see Haley coming in and being like, we're going to fix you. We're going to have a schedule. She's yellow. Yellows love a schedule. We're going to have a schedule. We're not. We're going to eat this way. We're not going to do this. We're not going to spend time with these people. This is how we're going to structure our management. This is what we're going to do with the business side of things. So I can see her coming in and making his life a lot more organized and, and predictable and better and healthy. Mm-hmm. And um, whereas I can totally see him and Selena just like spiraling down into just yeah, uh, a lot of into feelings and chemistry worst for sure. Yeah. Now, I'm surprised that Haley has that bit of purple because I know purples are creative. No shade to her. I just don't see. I mean, you know, I would imagine a creative person is, uh, you know, a musician or they do comedy or they have to act or they have to like get that creative outlet out there. Does that does purple mean that maybe she could be like a creative friend or a creative thinker? Or could that kind of give us a sign that, hey, maybe one day she is going to come up with some sort of creative talent and there's something that she has in her that we just haven't seen yet? Yeah, sometimes yellow purples, like if they lead with yellow, especially um, they can be business people and, and be creative with their marketing or mm. be creative with their uh, their design messages and their logos and things like that. And she seems like kind of creative with how, you know, how she dresses seems kind of on point. And also sometimes purples are just, they like to just chill and hang out. Like a lot, a lot, they got high school girl energy, just very, um, hey, let's do our makeup and our hair. Let's go shopping. Let's do that kind of, you know, that fun friend stuff kind Mm -hmm. of like that but I can I mean listen with all the resources the girl has I can totally see her I think she already has a business doesn't she or something wasn't that the thing that he went to and yeah she has like her skincare which honestly like I've heard that it's pretty good and then she also has that YouTube series I just don't know how much of it was born of a passion project of hers versus like people in a conference room sat her down and gave her a list of five business opportunities and she picked one which like wouldn't that be so nice (laughs) No, that's probably what it is. And maybe she'll grow into something else. Where's the hunger, though? You know, like you know, like the rest of us, we got to, like, scrap to get any – you know, she doesn't really have to, so Yeah, maybe. like, just this morning, I, I was on a deep dive of um, Eminem freestyles because, like, my God, that man has, like, so much talent, and his freestyle ability is just, like, fantastic. And then, you know, like, the next thing on YouTube in the suggested is, like, Hilly Bieber, what's in my bathroom? And I'm just like, fuck this. You know what I mean? Like, no shade to her, but, like – there's something that you're so drawn to when it's just like, wow, this person has pure raw talent and it's like exploding out of them. Intelligence plays a factor. Intelligence, motivation, drive, mm. um, you yeah. know, because we're all different. So that can play a factor too. Definitely. Yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by Daily Harvest, and I have loved them for probably about three years now. A lot of people know Daily Harvest for the smoothies that they send you, right? They send you all of this food. They also have pasta, grains, soups, harvest bowls. 
I have to give a shout out to the underappreciated bites, okay, on Daily Harvest. If you are working from home like me and you get a little bit hangry, but you don't want to have a full meal, these bites in the freezer are so good. They're like these little balls, raspberry and fig bites. There's banana and cacao ones that literally taste like chocolate chip cookie dough. And I also really love their lattes too. Um, you can get frozen lattes in these single serve pods. You warm them up underneath the sink, then you put them in, you mix it up with some milk. It's really good. I mean, the smoothies, the harvest bowls, everything's great. But honestly, like I go crazy for those bites and I go crazy for those lattes. So if you want to check out Daily Harvest, say yes to healthy habits without the hassle with Daily Harvest. You can go to dailyharvest.com fluently to get up to $65 off of your first box and free shipping for a limited time only. That's dailyharvest.com fluently for up to $65 off your first box and free shipping dailyharvest.com slash fluently. Well, let's take a look at this couple because this is one that has thrown everybody for a loop. And I personally think that they make a lot of sense together. Um, I did a whole, you know, podcast episode about Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet. And I know everyone's shocked by them. They think that they're PR. I personally think it makes sense because even though Timothy Chalamet looks like some sort of, you know, emaciated statue at the Met that came to life one day um, and grew that hair. Like, I think that he does love influencers and models and Nepo babies. That's usually who he dates. Um, And if anything, I think that Timothy isn't Kylie's type. And I feel like it's just kind of a little bit of misogyny when we're like, he wouldn't be into her. Like, no, no, no. Like, he needs to be dating, you know, some sort of scarecrow that's like wearing an apron in the breeze. So I just feel like they actually do vibe together. So I'm curious what their auras say and how well they connect. Yeah, the pictures, everybody, I, I, what was that? Oh my God, I'm so bad. Was it the Emmys or the Grammys? I forget The Golden Globes that they were together Thanks. At. Okay. <laughs> that one. Yeah. Like when they were like leaning in, like, t- like the, I, that's one of the moments I'm like screaming. I'm like, oh my God. Like, cause I know people are like, is that PR? Is it scripted? That's the big thing now. And I said, he's like obsessed with her. Like mm. he feels so, I just want to just be with you like just you know that feeling when you first meet somebody and you just want to absorb into their body you're like I love you like that like that's what it felt like to me it was sweet yeah um okay Kylie Jenner is blue purple I mean she God knows what the girl's been through like with her and and everybody can say well she's very privileged and it's like yeah but you know feelings are feelings and you can't really quantify pain and I feel like she's been through a lot and she's got the kids and I feel like she does a lot on her own and and I feel like you know she can be a little isolated purple blues um back to the purple creative and fun and and blue is um you know compassionate and caring you know this is I don't even know if this will make sense I went into PacSun at the mall the other day and like everyone there was purple blue. And so if you want to know what that combo is, just go to PacSun and just hang out. The employees were blue. Everyone that shopped there were purple blue. Everyone had the purple blue combo. So I don't know if that helps people understand the purple blue And she used to have a a clothing line that was in PacSun, which is funny. Stop it. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Her (laughs) and Kendall. I remember because I used to shop there (laughs) and I used to buy it. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like everyone that works there is purple blue, and they're so it's like relayed back, and like I'll get to you when I get to you, and that's just kind of how they are. So I feel like that's how she is, and um, you know, she well, she have, does like, have a, a very she, like yeah. relaxed uh vibe to her, which you know, if I had a billion dollars, I'm sure we would all be relaxed with that, you know, money in our bank account. Come on now, but her voice is very soothing. She definitely went through. A lot. And I've been really upset with how people are like, she ruined her face with fillers lately because I'm like, you guys all called her the ugly sister for years. So then she puts fillers in her face. Then you get mad that she's not talking about the fillers. Then she gets a little bit older. And then you say the fillers are making her like puffy and hideous. And it's just like, oh my God, like enough. Like, I think that she looks good. And like, anyway, it's just crazy to me. So, you know, I'm not going to give, I'm not going to say that she's like a mother Teresa saint. Cause obviously she is no. a privileged yeah. Nepo baby billionaire. Like it's ridiculous, but there is something I think like her and Bella Hadid always, I'm very interested by them. Even Khloe Kardashian over on our Patreon, we did an episode all about the trope of the ugly sister in celebrity world because both Bella Hadid, Khloe Kardashian and Kylie Jenner were all called the ugly sister. All three of them have been cheated on in relationships and stayed with the person for a long time. 
And all three of them have gotten a ton of plastic surgery to kind of transform their entire face. And I feel like the fact that they were called the ugly sister had kind of led to all of those things. So we kind of did a deep dive into like the psychology of that because I just think, you know, their trajectory might be similar because of all those labels that they heard growing up and it kind of changed you know, their appearance. And I also think that both Bella Hadid, Kylie Jenner, and Khloe Kardashian strike me as the more empathetic, like really caring, picking up on people's feelings type of member in that family, especially because, you know, they're all in a family full of narcissists. I didn't even think about that. That's so crazy. All three of them are blue purple too. So that's Mm. like absolutely crazy. Cause like, I always talk about how Khloe, that's why she always forgiving these losers, you know, in her life because she's blue. And then, um, I don't know much about Bella except She's gorgeous. Like, they're all beautiful. Yeah. And and I, I'm with you. Like, I don't feel sorry for these people because they put themselves out there and, and they get compensated. I feel sorry for, the, like, the kids that read the comments and then immediately be like, oh, am I ugly? Like that. Like, oh, you yes. know, my lips look like that. You know, th- that's who I feel. Like, when we put, not we, but, like, when these people put nasty comments out there, like, you're not, they're never going to read them, but the little 14-year-old girl's reading them. You know, and she thinks you're talking about her, too. So that's I hate that. Not to mention, too, like everybody's gotten filler and I've gotten filler and then I've gotten some of it like under my eyes removed because it was like a little bit bumpy. So for all these people who are getting filler because we're so messed up from what we see online to then see comments of like you're ruining your face with filler, like it's doing all of this stuff, like blah, blah, Okay, like ruining is just like such a drastic thing and now everyone who reads that comment who's ever had a bad experience with cosmetic work you already feel so embarrassed and shameful and now you feel ugly too so it's just like you know Kylie Jenner I'm sure like she can wipe away her tears with money but it you know it's I agree with you it's hard for other people to see those comments so what type of aura do you see for um Timothy Chalamet Timothy Timothy's a tricolor but he's indigo so very rare to have an indigo guy indigo's like blue times a gazillion that's basically mm-hmm. what indigo is if it, so it's like really 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 compassionate plus analytical it's really hard to see that in a guy because usually society will wipe that off of you but he's green and purple too he's like what i call a tricolor but with the indigo so he feels really sensitive um it's funny that you say like he, he i can totally see him appreciating art appreciating beauty appreciating that but i can see him coming in and, and appreciating family so there's something with her family, maybe with her kids even and whatnot. Well, I think definitely with her kids and whatnot. He likes being part of the family mm. and, and the feeling of warmth that they have there. And believe it or not, I do feel like there is some sort of warmth in that family situation deep down that somehow they've kept. I don't know how they did it, but I think they have. Me too. Like the Kardashians are a little bit crazy and I've been actually warming to them lately, which like, I don't know how or why that happened. Cause I didn't think it was going to, but there is something nice about even with the Jonas brothers, right? Like you go somewhere and like, you know that there's at least two people who are always on your side. And with the Kardashians, you already have a built in entourage safety network in Hollywood of basically like all of your sisters are going to have your back. Also all of their best friends or partners aren't really allowed to attack you. So you have that, you know, it just, it kind of builds like an extra layer of protection. So if I was in Hollywood, I'd definitely want to be on the Kardashians good side. It would probably feel like a warm hug. Yeah. So that's kind of what it just, it just feels easy to me, them. They just feel to me easy if they last or not. I don't know, but they feel easy. And um, I will say like with them, but I, I get this feeling with them, a big indicator of success is that I even if they spend a lot of time apart I feel like when they get together it feels like no time's passed Mm. so I feel like they have some sort of quality like that that works for them I like that well our last couple here what a fascinating one Ariana Grande and Ethan Slater aka Spongebob from Broadway I you know these two have the entire world confused angry upset and I'm just dying to know what their auras are together this might be the first time Ethan Slater has ever had his aura read too because he's like so not famous (laughs) I know um so all right Ariana Grande she's blue purple she's got a little pink in there though Mm. I just don't think I just think Ariana Grande and maybe I'm not making excuses I think she just doesn't care like Mm. I think that she's just worked up a bit of a a wall around her where she's decided I think it's from trauma and I think it's from being in the spotlight and I think it's just like whatever she's gone through and hasn't a hundred percent and I don't know what this means but I feel like she has a lot of stories to tell that hopefully one day we'll hear but yeah. I feel like with her she's got a bit of a thicker skin and 
So there's that. So everybody can hate on her. I don't know if she's paying much attention. Mm. And then I, with Ethan Slater, okay, he's Turk, very different combo. He's turquoise purple. He's got like a little sprinkle of green. So I never see turquoise guys. Usually, if I see turquoise guys, usually um, they're like in the L, like LGBTQ or something, or like there's something going on with it. Because it's hard to keep turquoise if you're a boy mm. in our society. Usually they'll smack it out of you somehow and be like, be tougher. And then you turn green or something. Yeah. I talk about gender and ors a lot other times. But anyways, he's turquoise purple. So my point is, I feel like with him, He's really able to absorb into the role you give him. And it's very easy to be like, oh my gosh, maybe he was, I, I don't know what the public perception is, but I, I know that he was with, he left his wife after they just had a kid or something yeah. like that to be with Ariana. Yeah. Which we just can't put a bow on that and make that any good. It's not. But I do feel that with him, it's easy to say that he got, torn from her by Ariana and he had no say in it and I would just say that that's a perception and probably not true mm. I think with him he he definitely has his own voice and he knows what he's doing and um and he's just really good at acting as if for a really long time and then all of a sudden boom and then switching gears and being like what happened do you see them going the distance I mean is this an aura combination that works really well like what type of aura would be best for Ariana Grande I'm surprised they're still together, honestly. Mm. Um, I feel like she needs a stronger energy, like a stronger uh, projection, a stronger, yeah, like a stronger vibe from someone. I feel like, I, um, yeah. can you recall Pete Davidson's aura? Because I'm trying to, I feel like he's, I don't know if I'd call him a strong energy. I feel like he's kind of like a dopey tag along. <laughs> but I'm curious what his would be. He's green purple, but I know exactly what you mean. He He registers... He registers like you get you have an immediate idea of who he is. Yeah. Immediately. Right? Yeah. Yeah. God, although we haven't yeah, heard whereas, of him from a for a while, he could be making a comeback soon. I feel like people would be ready to see more of Pete Davidson. Yeah. I always worry about him just because. Same. Yeah. I know. I, I just feel like he flies by the seat of his pants. Like, I feel like he doesn't have a strong foundation core. He could get like blown away in the breeze or something. I just said the same. I just said this like not too long ago. Um the same thing like I feel like it's hard for him to have an anchor so he has to find it outside of himself hence all the relationships but thank god he has his family you know so I always worry about him because it's hard it's hard being green purple I always say being green purple and having like addiction issues are I always worry about the green purples with addiction issues because like what I talked about the 10 commandments of the green <laughs> whereas mm. it's like really hard to convince you not that the world isn't the way it is or something like that it's hard it's hard for them to put themselves first if they've already decided to put themselves last I don't know but yeah but he's He's a real signature energetically, whereas Ethan Slater, to me, is more kind of an impression. And yeah. that's probably why he's such a great actor. You know, I know he's on Broadway and he does really well in that world because he can really slip into the role, you know, and 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 we can really feel him in there because he becomes whatever it is that he's portraying, which probably makes him great on stage. But yeah. I can see her doing better with, yeah, it's like a green or a red. Um, her last guy, what was his name? Oh, my God, Dalt. Am Dalton I right? it- Gomez, I think. Yeah, Dalton. Okay. He was purple blue too. So she's been kind of going with um, more em- empathic, sensitive men lately. I, yeah. I feel like she's still traumatized for, by the Mac Miller thing and, and Same. just. Um, I feel like she wants a soft space to land and the job is so hard. And it's like, I don't want to push myself romantically. Like, let me just have this person who like worships me and it's like easy to come to home to at night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I feel like that's why maybe she's still figuring herself out. That's what I think. Yeah, well, I'm with you, and I hope we do get a book from her one day. So as we wrap things up here, tell everybody a little bit more about um, resources that they can find from you and how to find I know after we end this call, I'm going to be Googling turquoise auras like all day. But if anybody wants to know more about auras or hear more about what you have to say, where can they find you? So you can go to my website, knowyouraura.com. There's a quiz on there you can take. It's real quick. And I wrote my book, What's My Aura? And you can grab that wherever you like to buy books. And you can listen to my podcast, uh, Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. And I'm on Instagram, Mystic Michaela, and TikTok, The Mystic Michaela. Great. And if anybody is interested, we will have all those links in the show notes and up on Instagram. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And Floozies, we will see you next week for another episode of Fluently Forward. Bye, guys.